1: fm to get started there was so much going on in this episode from roller coasters rocks being thrown in it ended in a way that none of us could have predicted let's stay tuned to see what we have in store
2: you're tuned in to after buzz tv the
0: espn of tv talk now let the buzz begin
1: woo tang woo tang woo tang what's going on y'all It's your boy. You might have seen me on The Shy, The Act, and now I'm here to cover all things Wu-Tang. It's Chef Beans coming through with the mental cuisine. And to my left, you might have seen her on the after show for The Shy or Harlots. When they see us and now we see her, we have Miss (laughs) Kitty Cable. Real quick, I
2: have my own show called Disenchanted. Sunday nights. It rocks. Check me out. Just saying. Whoop, whoop
1: disenchanted make sure you don't miss that chanted (laughs) i'm being silly today and to her left you might have seen her on the after show for black lightning and now she's here to strike
0: (laughs) no speaking of black lightning comes back early october yeah october perfect we
1: have miss zuri hello guys (laughs) hey what's going on y'all like i said it was a very heavy episode uh, but today, we're going to talk about taking chances, forgiveness, and impossible. So let's jump right into it. What are your overall thoughts? Let's start with you, Kitty.
2: Honestly, I went into it thinking, okay, what are we going to talk about? Let's make sure this this was, hands down for me, the best show of the season so far. Not just because of the dynamics of all the craziness, but just how well it was done. I think it was really put together well, and um, there was a lot of... It started this way, but it flipped it on its head. So, a lot of surprises and stuff. I loved it. This was a heavy episode for me.
0: I am a super scary cat. I won't (laughs) be participating in Halloween. And so, like, all the killing and the music and watching the pigeons i don't know if you guys noticed yes. the pigeons. Yeah,
1: pigeons were very creepy
0: i wanted to like look it up like what do pigeons mean but i was like i know what doves mean and we all frown at pigeons so i feel like it's nothing good so i was like i'm gonna just leave that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> leave that where it is but yeah this was a good episode the cinematography i'm always gonna look at that yeah um, the it was shots were great the shots were great the writing were, was great the acting was great um but it was heavy
1: Now, it definitely was a very heavy episode. I just watched it not too long ago, and that's why I'm trying to keep myself with this angelic, jovial spirit. But to see people fall to the hands of the different systems that already oppress us, even though we see it on an everyday basis on TV, to see it on the show, especially in a very unexpected way, did make my whole energy... Go down plummeted. I'm, I'm not going to lie Definitely plummeted But we're going to Just jump right into it So the first topic We're going to talk about Taking chances And as we see This episode started with Papa Jerome in the house You know Mm -hmm. he's here to basically Make his way back into the household He's trying to take a chance How do y'all feel as though taking chances Really stood out in this episode Let's start with you Kitty
2: Well there were a lot of chances being taken That's for sure Jerome shows up And obviously he's taking a chance On the opportunity to be back in his family Getting the good graces of Not just um, his baby mama I don't know if she's an ex-wife just yet um, and the children that he did not father. Right. But also he's taking a chance on what he claims is an investment in his future and thereby making an investment for his family if he's right. able to recoup that family to come with him. So
1: that was pretty dope. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, no, I'm, I'm laughing because when I first heard him, yeah. we've all heard people sell right. stuff like, right. well, you know, I got this job interview like no. that. So that's why I'm laughing, but we see I it. I was
0: looking at yeah, like again. Right. She's been that's through this so, already. That's
2: so funny. <laughs> I love that you guys think like that. Like, I need more of that in my life. I'm the person that's just trying to be the perpetual optimist. So I'm just like, why doesn't she believe him? Right. He's telling the
1: truth, but He's it, I'm land. like, <laughs>
2: right. right. Well, I need to have more of that in my life to balance things <laughs> out. But I did appreciate the fact that he came. It appears that he's coming correct. It appears that he's making a real effort, a genuine effort. So I like that. Obviously, I didn't like the chances that um, Divine is taking. But mm-hmm. He's a knucklehead. I'm over right. him. I'm so over Divine. He's stupid. He's, I'm lo- he's losing my interest as well. Exactly. Like, um, every
1: time he comes on the camera, is just kind of like, like
2: oh. here we <laughs> go. This idiot. Right. Right. Um, and I mean, chances. Over- there were so many. Right. Yeah. Um um, Rizza talking to Bobby talking to the white girl and then that I already knew how that was about to end. Right. Well, I didn't know how it was gonna end. I didn't see that coming, but I definitely saw him punching dude in the face. I was like, Oh, you done messed with the wrong one. Right. He always ready to yeah. fight.
1: Especially with Dennis, you yeah, know. Yeah, Dennis
2: what I mean? is for that he about to dig right up in your butt. Right. So fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I you know, I just saw a lot of yeah, chances take place and so, good choice. What do you think, Zuri? On a lighter note, my
0: favorite chance that was taken, we got to see Riz-
2: Bobby
1: D. Rizzo. Uh,
0: no. The other one. the The hardest one that's not... Refuses to rap.
1: Oh um Oh that's uh, my boy. Kwan, oh,
0: Rick, we got to see him rap. Right. He finally and we yeah, saw he did take a chance. Yeah, we saw him like fighting with that and mm. then it wasn't until Method Man basically called him out and like kinda counted him out and like, that's like the worst thing you can do, right? To right? someone who's putting their life on the line for their paper is to count them out. Like mm. you you don't even belong here. So that was my favorite chance this episode. Yeah. And it was nice to see that it's sad that it was short lived. But I'm happy that we got to see him rap.
1: I like both topics that y'all brought up as far as like the father taking a chance and Raekwon. A chance that I like, which we spoke about briefly, was Bobby D taking a chance going to the white side of Staple. I mean, white side of Long Island Mm -hmm. to try to sell and get what they got to get to make sure the mom has the money for the mafia. Because in the documentary, they spoke about how around that time, Long Island is already a pretty segregated um, borough if you want to call it if it's one of the boroughs I'm not even sure it they counting. It. it's a borough but they went to the side with the burgers which is called whites and you can tell they're trying to bring the product to them being that the white boys was traveling to where they stay at but that chance that they took ended up in a very physically abusive way mm-hmm. and emotionally. Because I know at heart, we would want to think that the cops have our best interest. But as Bobby D is sitting there, bloody head on the floor, Copy the cops saw by. them and drove right by. You know what I mean? So, I just wasn't surprised. I mean, Kitty, you got to say, you got to say, you got to say.
2: I'm just saying, like, I wasn't the least bit surprised. It didn't take me by yeah, back. You know what I mean? I don't look at the cops as. My protectors by any stretch, and I hate that I feel that way, I really do. But especially with the events of the last few years, with literally waking up every single day and a new black boy has been killed. I mean, I'm a mother of a black boy, I can't really feed into that nonsense, and it is nonsense, let's right. be clear. But at the same time, if I was raped today god forbid or robbed or whatever a crime was committed against me these are the people that I would have to call on so it's very weird dichotomy or double edged swords or however you decide to look at it that I need these people to protect me yet they keep showing up as anything but they're not protectors they don't have our best interest at heart they're clearly biased and and, uh, racist and they protect their own so even when these men you know their wives come to them how are they going to report being beat up by their husbands when they're a part of the a secret society that is blue right. you know what i mean they, they basically laughed them out like you'll be all right go get some counseling right it is troubling so i wasn't surprised at seeing that it kind of i mean of course it made my heart drop but i wasn't like looking at like i can't believe i ain't clutched my pearls because that's what they do right i literally was like next scene you know <laughs> right right moving on I,
0: it was clear that the police was gonna keep driving he didn't even like hesitate and that's something I guess I would have liked to see like a hesitation Mm -hmm. and then drive off because then I think it even drives the point home even further that like this is my job but this is, that's not what we do. Like we we do let
2: little black bo- black boys lie on the ground bloody right. and wait for their death. Because had he hesitated, that might have shown that he there was some heart there. There was something that drove him to say, "I'm a human being, and seeing another human being suffering, I want to aid that." Especially since this is what I've sworn to do. But that that doesn't. Yeah. It, I mean, it just keeps showing us time and time again. Right. That they don't have that heart, and it's unfortunate, but it's real.
1: Right, and they ended up getting robbed too. So Bobby right. B had less money to give to his mom. But put, we,
2: can we talk about that? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Tell me if I'm digressing. He handed over that money to the mom. That was not that wad that Bobby D gave him, right? Did he take no? The money? But the,
1: but when they got beat up, um, the boys, the the white boys, took the money. They took him.
2: the money from uh, Dennis, right? Um, right? They didn't take. I think they took. I feel like they took both of their money. Did they? Yeah. Okay. They did. But yeah. when he handed that money over to um, Dennis and was like give this to my mom's. maybe I'm tripping maybe it's continuity with the mm. picture with the movie but it seemed like it was a fatter wad than what he handed over and then when she was mm. like this is it and his face just kind of reflected like mm-hmm that's it that's all I have I no. feel like he snatched some money oh Dennis, no no I it, feel No, like he did.
1: no I it, it was definitely it was uh, to me it was definitely We're accurate like see. yeah it, 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 it was pretty accurate okay yeah I hope so um but I bring that up because the mother also had to take a chance as far as going to take Place a bet. Like, hopefully, this money triples, quadruples, or whatever, because I don't have anything left to give. And they're serious about me paying back what my sister stole. So I think everyone was just taking chances this whole episode. And we saw how it was either positive for them or Mm -hmm. negative on a lot of different scales. But to speak more, positive. I think Zori got some positive things to say about us I at do. this network.
0: Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. We're so grateful to have you guys here and watch us every Wednesday. Make sure you give us a five-star ratings on iTunes and a thumbs up here on YouTube. Also, leave us comments. Like Kitty said, she's on a new show and she's actually by herself. Whoop. So you want to make sure that you support her. Of Aww. course, Chef Beans always has a lot of things going on. And if you don't follow him on Instagram, you should it on it because he he is vibrant, and yes. It's pretty entertaining. Um, me as well. I'm starting a new show, so overall, Afterbus has done so much for us, and Amen. we're grateful for the opportunity. So be sure to follow us and keep in touch. That girl is woke. yay, that thing woke
2: baby. <laughs> I love it.
1: Are they, are they talking? Are they talking anybody oh, in the chat? What are they oh, talking about? I'm so
2: about? sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to ignore you. Okay, so Levi Ben Yuda, love that name. I love the chance was Sh- with Sherry taking a shot with Dennis. Right. Yes. Thank you. Very good point. Another chance we take. I knew we were going to we're going to cover that. I'm sure, but I do appreciate that. Eric Garner was killed. Staten Island 2. Peep the connection. Love it Mev had a friend Named two cent Or case I believe that was Murdered by the police True story Salute to the panel Salute to you King salute, David Salute
1: salute, And King to David.
2: Levi Ben You the man Thank you
1: Thank you We appreciate that And we have a lot of A lot of things to talk about From taking chances But now we're going to Transition into forgiveness So let's talk about How forgiveness Played a lot A lot of different um...
2: Can I ask a question How yeah. did y'all feel about I'm sorry I don't mean to digress But no. how did y'all feel About the mom Taking a chance With the lottery. I was so disappointed. You have money in your hand and you're gonna gamble it for more money. Where they, where they do that at? Right. Like, the simple math is two and two. You about to make two plus maybe five, maybe equal nine minus two. Why? Right. Just pay the man what you owe him so you can keep your job, keep your peace of mind. Unfortunately, once again, black folks got to just hang their head and keep marching well, on. But
1: that was an attempt for her, too. Because I, I don't but know if she had enough. One. I know. I, I, I agree. But I don't think she had enough. So I feel like at that point, but now she was it zero. irresponsible? Yes. Because now very. you have zero. No, no. It was very irresponsible. Yeah. But I, I'm i not surprised And I know you said like sometimes we just try to We we keep going to Buy the scratch offs even though we know that same Five or ten dollars we spent every day Going to the store we could have put that down on an Investment or something yeah. so I think also what I'm learning is Mothers are still very much so Human yeah, so course. we put them up on You know the pedestal so no you're supposed to Always do this with this in mind But I think the empath inside of me is Just kind of like I mean, I'm not surprised that she did that.
0: I think it's a testament on faith because Mm. she took a leap and though she looked like she was falling because she
1: didn't have the money and a name right under her. Rome. How about that? So that, that's know? his name, right? Jerome? Yeah. So <laughs> Romy Rome, <Sam>. Rome. <laughs> you yeah. thought So so let's let's talk about that because she made that decision which we all can feel away about, but I forgive her. We're gonna to transition to the next topic, which is forgiveness. <laughs> so let's talk about how she's using this same opportunity as Jerome stepping up yeah. to for, forgive him. Because clearly he's been, what's that, like, um, Rolling Stone or mm-hmm. a father who pop in, pop out, like, the seasons. And she's giving this dude the opportunity to get back into her son's life. What do you think, Zuri? Like, Trash. A-
0: <laughs> no, don't let him in. Because I feel like as soon as that happens, he can now hang it over. <laughs> no, no, go, go, go. I, like I didn't expect that. <laughs> He can now hang it over her head, and he seems like that type, especially the way that he was talking to Cherie. And even when mm. I, he saw her struggling with the assignment, okay, he didn't have any intention on taking him to school. Fine, but she's at least struggling. Be a gentleman. Help Help her. Help her. Out. So I feel like this is his... This time that he he like stole that little moment like swipe or no swiping he <laughs> caught her slipping and he's just gonna <laughs> hold it over her head for the next time he needs something yeah
1: and I feel like it might
2: be a place to live you,
1: you always race I do I'm
2: sad that I'm making these sad faces because I don't want to believe that like I'm trying to be what is the, the
0: ex-con living?
2: the perpetual optimist in me says no he's changed he's better
0: I mean I would love the writers like something that we don't see is a male figure coming to the house and add like, like, right. If they're gonna go to like wow us, I would love to be wrong. Well it's based on the
1: true story. Right. So, That's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. reality? Is that well, what they,
0: happened? They've said that this is not all true. Okay, so he could have been a good so guy. So I hope, I hope, you know, like I please make me wrong, writers, and make him add to this family. But, but I do appreciate not the bright. fact
2: that I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. His speaking to Sheree, I keep wanting to call it Sheree the way it's spelled. Cherie Definitely speaks volumes to who he is as a human being. Like, he's all with the smooth talking when he's, he's around he the way. He took wax, him but, out of
0: school without asking his mom.
2: Yeah. Now, I get taking him out of school because you haven't seen him in a while. And one day is not going to kill him. And it's something that I probably would have said, okay, to my son's father. But I have to say, okay. I'm going to need you to right. come and consult with me. You don't run nothing. That's what I'm saying. You just got here, bro. Like, relax. And you don't even know what he has going on. Here she is struggling to c- hold your... A project And you ain't batted two eyes Like that's not okay She shouldn't have had to be responsible for that But that's Cherie though right She's always picking up the pieces
1: She's always picking up the pieces Just how she picked up the pieces with Dennis She did You know what I mean We speaking about forgiveness Dennis was clearly ignorant for the past weeks or months however, However long it's been And she Saw him tiptoeing out her crib. Said, "Yo, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, why have you been dodging me?" But we know Dennis has a soft spot for her, so she cracked down that tough shell. Yes. That he tried to hold up, and she forces him to be vulnerable again. So, how do y'all feel as though that scene played out? How did you feel about it, Zuri?
0: <laughs> I liked it. Um, no, no hard feelings towards Dennis, and she did it pretty easily. Almost That's like not the, easy. She, yeah, it like,
1: wasn't. Like, what's up? I don't care. You're not going to tell me what I'm going to do. Right. (laughs)
0: And
2: that was, it was easy. Yeah. I'm I'm team Dennis and Cherie.
0: Yeah. It works out. Okay.
2: Um, Okay. So, from experience, having been in relationships where I, the red flags were kind of slapping me, but my love of this person and my love of their (laughs) potential outweighed that. And now, on the other side of, 20s. Wisdom. Wisdom, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I can now see it's difficult. I mean, my heart breaks, but I can't coincide the two. I have to think with my head because my peace is necessary. So she's young and I get it. I love that she's so very mature. She's like, listen, don't tell me what I need. If you still want me, I still want you and these are the reasons why. Well, I don't even need to tell you why. I'm showing you many times over that I'm here for you. Like, just be honest with me. Talk to me. And he's not the, you know, brightest bulb in the thing so i get that he was a little like you don't understand what i be going through she's like i'm your rock i got you i love it i i I'm, that's what i'm trying to say the part of me is that i absolutely love that that dynamic and i'm team Shuri and dennis as well but the other wise part of me is think girl he ain't gonna do it's nothing but it, break girl. your heart you love to read you love the arts and culture and you you see a bigger life for yourself you know that you're not going to be here in staten island forever you are onto bigger and you're gorgeous like you're articulate she just has so much swag and she don't even check for other guys like she's right. not even tripping off of that so the fact that she allowed you to be her boyfriend um, I'm going to need you to, okay. It's like, a privilege. Yeah. It's a privilege. Respect right. her gangster. Right. And he just show up like, I'm stupid because this not going to work. And she's like, oh, it'll work, babe. Okay. I feel like I saw this, the shell soften when
0: his brother was like, Cherie fixed it in two minutes. Like, I feel like he, I almost was nervous that he was going to snap on him, but I also kind of saw he was like, that's not helpful. Like, it kind right. of like he had to like take a deep breath. I think not out of Anger, but I was like, I know,
1: right? And I miss her. This is not, yeah, right. No, (laughs) Sheree is the bomb. I like how she stood up, but I also like how Divine's ex girlfriend stood up as well when he was trying to bring the drugs in there. She was like, No, I don't forgive anything. Okay, you've made different mistakes, but. Why do you think I'm still going to tolerate this behavior? I told you exactly what it was, but Devine still tried to be smooth with it. And we see that that didn't work out Mm-mm. in his favor. Him trying to wiggle his way into there.
2: Exactly. Thank goodness she shut that down. Real quick, these um, comments are awesome. Uh, Levi says, Cherie will be pregnant before the season is done. Pray go. Ooh. Where did he get that info? I don't appreciate that, Mr. <laughs> Levi. No the, she won't. And surprised. if you know something we don't know, shut up. <laughs> um, and then Daquan says Cherie is Bobby Order's sister. I think he meant older sisters and and little sister in one character. Risen said it in an interview in The Breakfast Club. She kind of is. I mean, she yeah. literally is his little sister, but she's so his big sister. She's right. everybody's big sister. She take care of mama. So you know she... Ta- and mm-hmm. the fact that she even speaks to Dennis in any kind... I'm surprised she gave him the time of day, but they did Made, it warmed my heart that Dennis did engage her in a conversation yeah. Like, talk to me, what's really wrong?
1: Because when it comes to, like, I've seen Dennis's character Many times in a lot of different forms The dude who's super hard when it comes to his friends In the streets, but when it comes to a woman You're super vulnerable, you're a completely different person So is. she sees... I feel like somewhat of the most rawest form of him. Like mm-hmm. she knows that he's talented. She knows that his brothers have muscular dystrophy and how he's a caregiver. But he probably don't share that same information when he's in the street trying to do his thing. Even if he does, I'm pretty sure he's not super soft about it. That's about to say. If he she's says it,
2: Probably says it more defensive. Like, look, yeah. my little brothers is right. You know what I'm saying? They hurting.
1: Right. She's seen him <laughs> completely right? broken. She's seen him completely broken down. So I'm not even surprised at how all of that transpired. But let's transition to the last topic, which is impossible and um i want to start this one off because like i said at the end of the episode it really broke my heart i'm gonna just say it, it really <laughs> broke my heart because this episode took me on the emotional roller coaster you see the old lady getting frustrated at the dudes trying to express their art but at the same time they're being disrespectful to her so it's this tug of war going on and she's kind of forced to ask help even though she doesn't really have much trust and belief. kind of like what you were saying it's kind of like this is just annoying at this point. Y'all throwing rocks in my crib. I kind of have to call these guys now. Yeah. But how it played out with Hayes losing Whoa. his life because he made the cop feel this small. I admit, this topic is, and I feel like the episode was called Impossible because I feel like they're all under the microscope. We talked about the the pigeon earlier. And when I read in the caption, it said like bird's eye view. And if you understand a mm-hmm. bird's eye view, you can kind of see things up very close in Though they're trying to do all these different things to fix their situation, they're still under this pressure that they can't fight these systematic, like, Chains that are shackled On their ankles You know what I mean Because so, it is
2: systematic Right It is most definitely Systemic It is most definitely Ingrained And it's been going on For generation after generation After generation Up until right now So the fact that it gets A little bit better And the needle moves Just a little bit With the Ava DuVernay's And the Oprah Winfrey's And obviously the Barack Obama's um, It's We still have a long way to go And right. it just It saddens me so much That we have to That it's an intergenerational fight You know what I mean It should be us against them It shouldn't be anybody against anybody. I'm a pacifist. Yeah, right. But um I don't like the fact that this older woman had to even be subjected to that. Like right. she's just trying to live her life. All she asked you to do is please walk away from my window. Rap all you want. It's not my thing, but I'd appreciate it if I could get some peace and quiet. Right. If she said it like that, obviously they wouldn't have been able to hear. Her. I was surprised they listened to her go on and on as long as they did. I suspect that he threw the rock after like I would he he must well have stunned in the middle of the speech
0: because they right. all had this like Profound look on their faces, and then boom, a rock. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I
1: thought they received it, but as we can see, they were still being malicious at the end of it. Kitty, I want to ask you this. Um, because at first, after I got done watching the episode, I wasn't sure why it was called impossible. What does impossible mean to you, connected with this episode? Like, what, why do you think they titled it?
2: I' am not sure exactly why they titled it, but I'd like to think. I'd like to. I would have called it. The possibility of, or the, I'm sorry, the impossibility of possible, because we're faced, as we've just stated, with impossible odds. Like every day, it's so amazing to me. People that are like ignorant of white privilege and stuff, and how they spew all of this is, it's not as bad as they make it. And you know, they shouldn't be that way. And it's fine. I mean, look at there was a black president. What they fighting about? Like they, they have no clue. They have no gauge. To, to even compare to and we literally are living it every single day so I would have named it the impossibility of possible because the possibilities are so far away. It's within our grasp in that we're moving towards it, but it's literally without, never within our reach. Like, it just feels like it's just. The line keeps moving. It keeps moving. Thank you. Yes, the line keeps moving. And this was just a perfect example of that. I just hate that, as I said, it was between us where it should have been. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why are you yelling and. Trying to physically harm This woman that speaks Not only truth to you But there's just asking For a little peace and quiet Like and then they look like The bad guys Because they kind of are But then it gets the upbringing And it's not the parents fault Because they got to work They're never home It's 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 a whole cycle And it's super heavy sometimes It really is it, And it's hard Being a black person no, In this country <laughs>
1: Absolutely so, yeah. so Zuri What do you think um, Like what does Impossible mean to you Why do you think They titled it Impossible Like
0: I think I titled it impossible because since the beginning, pretty much almost every storyline we saw in this episode is something that we saw at least in episode one or two, and we kind of knew where the stories were going, right? Like Divine um, with his drug situation, with his case, Mom dealing with just Mom, like someone having to save Mom, Um, RZA just trying to make money and having to keep, find different ways to make money. So I feel like everything in this episode we saw Like formulating in episodes one and two, and it seems like we still haven't got there. Like it's just impossible. Like these same situations that we were having with in episode one and two are still here. Like we really. Like saying, "What's moving the finish line? We haven't gotten anywhere. Like we've seen, we've gone like windy twists and turns, but it seems like it's impossible to just make it to the destination. Even with finding a legitimate, serious hustle, right? We saw them dealing the cocaine didn't work. uh, Dealing with Wall Street didn't work. Trying to deal weed at the burger joint, you get your head busted. Like it's just impossible to find a solution to." Well, some see a minuscule thing. Like, you just need to find a group. Make your money off this group. Can't even find the group. Right. So, it's just been impossible.
1: I really like how you how you broke that down between different characters. Because even talking about Quan, even he was very, very much so macho, concealing his talent. The one chance that he does get or opportunity that he takes to rap the cops come, so it's kind of like, damn, like I tried to shine my light a little bit, it's in me, mm-hmm. I tried to shine it, mm-hmm. and then boom, quickly, it gets just taken over by this, this, I don't want to just say system, but it just kind of really breaks my heart that even this black on black problem. is like we clearly grew up in the same community because that same officer was speaking to Mama Diggs earlier. Mm-hmm. And we know how that kinda of turns out, okay, like we, we know you, we know where your family stay, we know everything. So because I have more control, I'm more connected to these dudes who are out here to the point where I'm telling them exactly what to do, they're doing it, it's making you feel this small. Right. It's making you feel this small to the point where you're gonna physically take away my life, like
0: I wanted to ask you guys about that police officer. So I feel like even when he approached Mama Diggs, it was still kind of like, I feel like he's... St-
1: Condescending? It what? was. And
0: when I, if I remember correctly, he stood in the middle of the sidewalk and I feel like she was kind of going around. Like, right. So it, and all I, of I his interactions, that. I feel, are just kind of like... What's really happening here? And I feel at least sometimes when we do get that stereotypic, like, okay, black guy, who the one who made it out and he looks down on everyone else. Generally, there's at least some kind of, like, I wouldn't even call it respect, but it's, like, human.
2: Like, mm-hmm. he treats
0: everyone like they're beneath him. That's why I'm, like, kind of like, what is his deal? Like, what do you
2: guys think of him? I think that, um, what's, this? oh, I'm so mad. I can't remember his name. The shorty wop that got killed. Hayes. Hayes said it best. And I've found, this has been my experience, most cops that like I went to junior high high school with that they got beat up they got bullied they weren't they were counted out nobody liked them they weren't necessarily popular so this is their way to kind of have some not retribution so much as um yeah look at me now, now what do you kind of forced have to, say to about respect it? me exactly I got a gun I got a badge I mm-hmm. get to tell you what to do yeah how you like what did he keep saying yeah say something now but now Hay- what do you say Hayes also said he let us know that he's an ex-military guy that's
1: right so I feel he like that, that up was as well. kind
2: of a like I feel like he should have been yeah. able to get out that that chokehold because too. of that though
1: right something, something. something. Nah, I, I, I knew I knew it was a rap and it kind of brought me back to like do the right thing when Radio Raheem got killed that's oh, yeah. the that's instant trigger yeah. that I yeah. got because he was way taller than Hayes he was lifting him up off the ground right. and he just you can see the rage in his eyes I knew he wasn't going to let go. It's
2: all insecurity, though. It all comes from fear. All anger, all rage is literally fear in and of itself. So the fear that he's exhibiting made him kill another human being, his brother, at that. Simply because his ego would not allow him to just walk away or to dismiss his words. Or just
0: handcuff him and put him in jail. Right. Do
2: something, but not kill him. Right. There's one line right here that I thought was really dope. Um... Dang it, it's gone. Oh, there's a Wu-Tang uh song called Impossible. Listen to it and it all makes sense, Levi says. So oh. that's good to know. Okay, thanks, Levi. Thanks, Levi. Good looking out. We
1: appreciate that. And I also want to bring up, um, because we were speaking about Bird's Eye View, another character was introduced, uh, maybe two, um, but I know definitely inspected Deck. Yeah. So inspected Deck, I remember watching in the documentary. They said where he lived at he can kinda of see everything mm-hmm. like in, in Long Island, from Bur- 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 Burroughs from the Stapleton to Killer Hill, everything like that. And even Bobby D brought it up like you kinda of look like the Inspector. Inspector, I knew it. As soon like, as he okay. said it, I said it out loud, I was
2: like, That's
1: Inspector Day. Right. Yeah. And um what is this dude name? The the dude who was rapping outside who was being very disrespectful to the old lady, that is someone as well. Is I, it? I can't I can't you think God? of Um not you God, um, but yeah, I'm drawing a blank, but I know I, I'm drawing a blank. But I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's someone as well too, because I was watching the credits, and what is this? I'm I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. I can't. It's all it. good. Yeah,
2: definitely one. But every everyone's that,
1: coming together, and you can just see on everyone's face when they saw Hayes died that oh. they're kind of like something's got to give because we all felt this.
2: Yeah, just like Joss Jossan. Nobody expected that killing, and that was horrific and unnecessary. So was this. It's just like one after the other. The circumstances are different, but the outcome is the same. Another black man has left this earth, and he way too soon, and horrible under horrible circumstances. Yeah, it's a heavy weight to bear. This again, I really enjoyed this show for that reason—the fact that they got into it. You know what I mean? I feel like every show up until now has kind of led us to this place, and so I'm really like happy about the way that the writers and the producers are. Creating a narrative that uh, gets deeper before it like it's definitely taking us through.
1: Yeah, it's it's letting it's letting you know because Wu Tang these members are some of the most highly revered people in music history. Exactly. So to let you know the struggles that they went through and try to emulate a piece or a fraction of what was accurate in their actual childhoods because we know this is like not necessarily fully fictional, but they did exaggerate or maybe not. Put in everything, mm-hmm. but this is just a prime example or a reflection of what we face growing up in inner city yep. and the different things that we face on an everyday basis, whether we're dealing with things outside of our house or inside of our house. Then we got our parents, which we know that's how we learn how to love, whether it's through dysfunction or whatever. We learn from the people who we look up to,
2: exactly.
1: So it's just it's,
2: it's a lot. King David said, Master Killer.
1: Um it might be Master Killer but I'm talking about the act yes, it might be Master Killer, but I'm thinking about his name in actual life because it's uh, a rapper um that everybody was saying, Oh, this person is gonna be in Wu Tang too. I just can't like how um Master
2: Killer that's not his name? Now
1: Master Wu-Tang. Killer would be the Wu Tang member Right. But just how Davey says, um, oh, you saying his, man, actually, yeah, his real name? I, I can't think of his real name. Got, you, got you, That's got what you. I was saying.
2: Yeah, but it's good to. I didn't think of Master Killer for sure. Yeah, I, I just was thinking Inspector Deck. Who else is left out? You God hasn't arrived yet. And Capadonna. Capadonna. That's just, the last one, right?
1: Yeah, just those two. So I mean, overall thoughts of this episode. It was heavy, but it was necessary because, like you said, um, Method Man's best friend did actually die back in the day. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, just to lighten things up a little bit, let's transition into news and gossip. Well, (laughs) she's like, okay,
0: music. Music. So, speaking of Inspector Deck, he's on my news and gossip. If you don't know, here it is. He is Joey Badass. Joey Joey, Badass is playing Inspector Deck. That's what I was saying. Joey Badass.
1: That's what I've been trying to say this whole day. (laughs) Joey Badass.
0: Yes. So, um, Joey Badass is doing really good right now. He was just in New York Fashion Week. Um, This is his, like, third big movie. He actually is in... Um, something that's coming out. Oh, the robot on USA Network is a nice. season premieres like in October. So he's really working. And he, right. They did a good job. And I was watching a Breakfast Club interview with Angie Martinez with Joey Badass and RZA, and they're actually friends. Oh, nice. And Riza is like his mentor. Like they call, they like, talk on nice. a regular basis. Nice. And um, for Joey to get this role, they were at a Christmas party, and Riza asked Inspector Deck like, "What do you think of him playing you?" Because he already had the green light on the show, and he was like. I think that he would do a good job, like based on skin complexion, stature, uh, facial structure. Joey said that he did have to go through the whole process of casting and auditioning. So yeah, and then he said that he basically just really looked up a lot of videos on him to see like, how can I emulate him? But in my research of Inspector Deck, he's kind of, like, not a forgotten member, but he's, like, a background kind of guy. Sure. So, Joey was, like, I couldn't find a whole lot of things on him, but he said um, like he always, like, wrapped with his, like, left shoulder okay. like right shoulder. So, like, yeah, that was something that I found really
2: interesting. It is That's interesting. Dope. That is dope.
1: That's very dope. Well, thank you for that news and gossip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's special segment time. Which is titled, not who is who, maybe who Who is woo. Kitty, take us away. (laughs)
2: All right. So this um, segment, who is woo, I'm dedicating to the O, the D, and the B, bitch. Um, ODB was a prolific member, as we all know, because he stood out. He was just kind of wild style. He had a crazy style about himself. And um, this specifically speaks to mental illness, though, because he was diagnosed with schizophrenia um, later in life. And a lot of times he didn't get the kind of support or even what he needed to kind of manage or maneuver that lifestyle. This hits really close to home. Um, I got diagnosed with depression when I was like 13. So it is a struggle just to get out of bed sometimes and like, you know, make it work. So I can't imagine what schizophrenia is like. It literally takes over your brain. You know, you hear voices, all kinds of bad side, well, difficult, challenging side effects. So I just thought it was dope that this one particular person that has worked, a producer has worked. Her name is, I'm sorry, y'all. Um... Sophia Chang. She's very instrumental, not just in hip hop, but she's a a television producer. So she does a lot of things in the business and she relates, I mean, she brings in mental illness as a topic of discussion. So with this, she said, um, this RZA had given a eulogy at ODB's funeral and in it he said, you know, uh, RZA got up at the funeral and he stood in front of hundreds of people and said, when I think about Aeson, because that's what we called him, Aeson Unique, I will take part of the blame because Dirty said to me, yo, I'm dying and I didn't pay attention. I just kind of thought, oh, that's just Dirty. You know, he's just saying that. And probably a number of people feel that way. So she is examining this and allowing us to have a conversation creating a platform for us to be able to have open discussion. especially once again in the black community you know we quick to be like child just go to church you ain't depressed you fine drink some ginger ale exactly <laughs> you gonna be like right, pour some robertussin in sleep it sleep like, that off. right we don't really ah. give the attention it deserves and help people with this sort of thing so I think it's a sad state of affair like we celebrate him because he was so quirky and off the wall and his rhyme style was so crazy but at the same time like we have to bring love light to things of this stature so that it doesn't continue you don't want to ignore people's cries for help oftentimes that unfortunately leads to suicide so you want to know that there are demons within you talk to me or talk to somebody and get that out and I really you know I salute Sophia Chang for bringing it once again to the attention of hundreds of thousands of people and hopefully the dialogue will continue and you know people will get the help that they deserve
1: Thanks, Kitty. I really appreciate that. Yeah, Because mental health is becoming a more common topic, but definitely still something we need to take more and more serious when people are crying out for help
2: especially when people like a kanye west being diagnosed with bipolar says what that's his superpower right. i love that he's embraced it in such a, i don't know if that brother don't take his meds or do take his meds obviously i don't know him it's not my place but i will say that i do love that he flips it on his head right? right like i'm not about to see this as a detrimental thing but more as a love for myself and a celebration of what i can do with since i have this thing
1: yeah absolutely you rock that out thanks kitty thank you we all rocked it, and boom, 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 boom. We we'll we'll all rocked wait, it wait. out, but now it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll sing just one more song. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, yeah. Not today. Thanks for having us today, Kitty. Where can they find you at? I am on
2: IG at kitty kaboom k i t t i e k a b o o m kitty Kali on Facebook and kitty meow on Twitter.
0: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I am Zuri Lease. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at zurichalice Lease, Z-U-R-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-C-E.
1: Bye. Okay. And you can find me at Chef underscore Beans with a Z on all social media platforms. Thanks for coming out, y'all. We'll see you next week.
2: Our founder, Kevin
0: Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.